0: People make the mistake of telling people that they have no money last. You should tell people you have no money first. That that will solve your problem a lot.
1: This is episode 64 of the Arts Academy podcast. How to do a low budget production hosted by Victor Ronato and Roxy Hayes
0: hey everybody Uh, here we are this is the arts academy podcast put on by the new york alt arts academy i am dean victor vernado this is deputy headmistress roxy hayes Uh, how you doing roxy hayes Huh?
1: hey guys
0: all right she sounds uh, chipper as hell (laughs) chipper you what
1: i had sugar
0: oh you had sugar i'm having a little bit of sugar right now my coffee has sugar in it so i have caffeine (laughs) and sugar together turn up turn up All right. Anyway, uh, this is this podcast is called the Arts Academy podcast. What we do here is we try to teach you everything about entertainment and the arts that we possibly can uh, so that uh, you can learn for freezes. Please join our Facebook group so that you can get our free workshops that we do every uh, couple of weeks. Um, Glad that you're all out there. Even though some of you are listening to this later, uh, very few of you are actually watching this live, but that's the way it is. Sometimes uh, the live uh, show doesn't have as many people on it. That's fine with me. Let's just get this party started, shall we? Okay, uh, so today we're going to be talking about uh, two things in our two different episodes. The first episode that we're going to do, we're going to talk about. Uh, working with a low budget. And then the second episode, we're going to be talking about how to ask for more money. Uh, I think that that is a really important one that everyone should know about how to ask for more money. So we're going to talk about that second, but let's start talking about first about working with a low budget. Now, uh, you brought this uh, topic to my attention, uh, Roxy. So working with a low budget, like, what does that mean? Like working with a low budget for, uh, uh, a film or just in general, or what do you mean?
1: Well, it was actually a request from the student group that you talked about that we have on Facebook. Um, I think from the person that asked, I think they were talking about um, maybe a movie. But I just personally would like to know for any type of thing. So also for like maybe trying to pitch a show in this low budget, maybe trying to like anything low budget.
0: Right. I I mean, I feel like I feel like the important parts about working on a low budget are hiring people or Mm -hmm. getting people to work for you. Uh, they, and they're about, uh, scheduling is a thing. Scheduling is a, a big thing because if you can't command people's time with money, then how do you command their time? And then the, uh, the other thing that I think is most important is things that bring production value to whatever you're working on, mm-hmm. um, and being creative about how to get production value. So I am thinking that maybe we should talk about those three things.
1: Okay.
0: All right. You're on. I'm with it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Uh, so hold on a second I just got a uh, text that I may have to answer really quick I'm so sorry even though we're doing this live uh, they said okay okay so they, someone was saying that they um, they, they liked I, so I was, I was uh, just at a college course and I was a guest judge uh, viewing students work and when I was viewing the students' work, I was telling them what I like and dislike about films. And then someone from the class just texted me that they loved one of the quotes that I uh, said, which is, I hate when films ask me to be patient. Mm, that's a <laughs> And good <call>. I do. <laughs> I hate it. I'm like, get to the
1: point. Come on.
0: Let's go. Where's the guns? All right. So, uh...
1: so you know, so, like like indie films, like where it's really no, slow. No, I, I
0: do ask like... you if... I, I do, I do like indie films, but film, a film can have a slow pace without, without being boring.
1: <laughs> oh, I agree. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> I'm just like if films are like, wait, the good parts come and trust me. If I, if oh, I feel like, like I'm that. waiting for the good part, then your film is screwing up. <laughs> okay. So, so let's talk about hiring people, uh, when you don't have a budget. Okay. So, um, now if you go out there and you go on go out on forums where like a lot of crew people hang out and you're trying to get like a camera person or a director or a producer to work on your uh play or your feature or whatever it is uh you're gonna get a lot of flack from people when you say i don't have any money Mm -hmm. okay because usually what people will do is they get mad and they go you can't ask people to work for no money blah 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 but that's not really what they're mad about Mm -hmm. what they're mad about is how it's presented uh, people make the mistake of telling people that they have no money last. Okay, mm-hmm. you tell you should tell people you have no money first. Yeah. That that will solve your problem a lot. Like I actually have made a lot of productions on very little money and and really good ones too. Uh, I made a music video once. Uh, it was with. Um, a friend of mine, uh, we we're making this music video. There was no reason to make the music video. We were just like, let's make a music video. It was going to be fun. And I wanted a professional cinematographer because I wanted to look a certain way. So uh, here's what I posted. And, and, and so basically, and I wanted a, and a professional cinematographer. Uh, you, I don't know if you know uh, what their rates usually are, but you can get a professional cinematographer too work on your set one day just like their body just get them like to appear in your set usually it's like seven hundred dollars plus mm-hmm. for like one day okay a professional cinematographer i had a hundred dollars okay oh. and then so basically what i did was i made a posting and i said hey i'm making a uh, music video uh it is low budget it's a personal project um i have a hundred dollars for a cinematographer you should take this job if you live near this shooting space (laughs) you live near where this is going to be shot and uh you have nothing else going on i I have a camera and i have lights so all you have to do is walk in the door and then shoot also i have all my shots planned out so that we can shoot this fast i will not waste your time (laughs) and so i posted all that and on And In a a form where people do get mad about people posting for nothing, but nobody had a problem with it because I started out with saying I had no money at the top. Also, uh, in order to get someone to do it for cheap, I made it easy for them. I did all the work that I have to do. A lot of people will try to get people to work for cheap, and they'll treat them like they're paying them a million dollars. Okay? But when you 're not paying people their rate, you treat them like gold. You have to you just got to treat them like they're gold and so and so, I do this all the time too, like even when I have people who work with me in whatever like you you work with me right now, and when when someone works with me, I treat them well i try to I try to loop them into good stuff I try mm-hmm. to. I try uh, to uh, give them benefits of working with me if they're working with me for a lot less than what they could probably get out there. I, I treat people who work with me for very little money like gold. So those are the two things. One always tell people the money first don't save it for last and i know the inclination is to save it for last because you're like i want to get them excited about my project and then at the end be like okay this is how much money i have no 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 yeah, <laughs> Tell that's, them, that's terrible yeah tell them <laughs> first hey this is a low budget project this is how much money this is what i need you to do and this is how i'm going to make it worth your time if you present things to people in that way that's how you can get uh people who are talented to work on your lower budget projects it's just money first money first then uh then uh what the project is what they're going to need from what you're going to need from them then how are you going to make it worth their while okay because that those, I mean, just think about if the, if the roles were reversed, what would you want to know? Do you want to get excited about a project and then have somebody spring on you at the last minute that they're not going to be able to pay you your regular rate? No, you don't want to, you don't want to go through that. So don't put other people through that. R- remember, tell them money first. That's the best that that is the number one, one way to get people to work on your project for a low budget. Uh, another way is learn how to do things yourself. Okay, the way the world is out there right now, there are a million places to find out how to do things like you can go to YouTube. There's so many YouTube videos about how to make stuff happen and get things done. There's uh, Skillshare, there's Masterclass, like people are sharing information like crazy. You can learn how to do most things yourself, the more that you know how to do things yourself the easier it's going to be here's one of the benefits of knowing how to do things yourself it's not having to do everything yourself but it is being able to direct people who are less skilled uh in order uh so that they can uh do things for you for instance if you teach someone a skill they're more apt to work with you for less money um i've had people work with me before where i'll be paying them like a a a, I'll be paying them minimum wage to work with me. But during that process, I'll teach them how to produce. I'll teach them how to, I'll teach them how to uh, edit. I'll teach them how to do as many things, as many things as I need done. So my project, my project, I can get finished for a lower budget because I know how to do things. Even though I don't have the time to do all those things, I can pass on that knowledge to other people, which they will be grateful for. And it'll also make it worth their while. For instance, if you uh, have a film and you need somebody to hold a boom and a boom pole, uh, if you, if you have somebody work on your film and they have absolutely no experience, but you've got the boom, you've got the mic, you've got the recorder and you show them everything they need to do to work on your film, you've just taught them a skill that they can go out and earn more money with uh so so uh learn how to do things and pass that information on that'll make people happy to work with you uh the very last thing is uh canvas your friends get your friends to do stuff you'll be surprised at the skills that people will have i i wouldn't say just like go up to people and ask them hey do you know you know can you edit or whatever i would say Like if you've got a group of friends that you like, you are maybe all in the same Facebook group, put a posting, say, hey, I'm working on this project. It's really low budget. Here are the things I need. Does anybody know how to do any of this stuff or is anybody interested? And then uh, then you will have people who will just come out of the woodwork and be like, oh, you know what? I dabble in After Effects. I could do I could do one or two things for you. What do you got? So uh, rely on your friends, Uh, rely on your friends uh, to get your thing made. That's a, that's a very good way. As far as like hiring goes, those are the three tactics that I do when I'm working on a low budget project. Do mm-hmm. you have anything like that that you do? Or is that a surprise to you or any of that? Um,
1: I, well, while you were talking, I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of what I was doing. Like I'll be doing stuff and not realize what I'm doing. I'm just kind of doing it. Uh-huh. Um, one of the other things I do that people hate, but it works if you can do it is offering exposure. If you have something that's actual exposure. So because I have a lot of followers, sometimes people will do stuff for me so that i'll post them and then get them work after what would you call it when i guess it could be exposure too. so another thing i do is, is like hey i don't have money but if you do this thing for me i can link you with somebody that i know wants a cinematographer that's willing to pay so is that just networking i guess offering networking opportunities
0: i mean that i mean that is but i i don't hold out on people i don't do yeah. that i don't be like i, I wouldn't be like hey Work for me, and I'll I'll hook you up with this person. Mm-hmm. I would just, I I mean, Well I I just guess... say?
1: It, like, hey, I know somebody that wants it. Not if you do it. Like, I still hook them up.
0: Mm-hmm. Not
1: like if you don't do it, I won't give you the name. So not like that, but just I, people know that I know people that want stuff, so they'll do stuff for me. To kind of, I don't know what you call it, bartering.
0: Well, I mean, it, I guess I mean I mean like I guess it's kind of. I mean I guess it's kind of bartering. I mean, I think the the thing that I I dislike most about the entertainment industry is how people hold out information on people. Mm-hmm. Like they, they and that and that's actually what this podcast is all about, just like mm-hmm. laying it out there and just telling people mm-hmm. whatever they need to know or hear. And so that's what I like that's what I like to do the most is just to just give people the resources uh that they need. And I I feel like I feel like uh Exposure is a real thing, Mm -hmm. but it's not usually a thing that, um, I I mean, it has to be real exposure, like really useful. For Mm -hmm. instance, like if someone wanted me to do something for exposure, it would have to be a very small amount of work for a lot of exposure. Mm -hmm. It would have to be Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like, that's just, that's just part of, that's just the way it, it, it would have to be it would have to be a very small amount of work for me for a lot of exposure and it better be real, uh tangible exposure. I mean, I I mm-hmm. I think that I think that pitching people exposure is just not a good idea in this day and age. Like people have heard it so much that they all hate it.
1: But a so. lot of people are super social media thirsty too. So Well yeah,
0: I mean that's no social media social media now that type of exposure is actually like a real thing, mm-hmm. but it depends. Like if someone who's got 4 million followers is going to, uh, oh, <laughs> what?
1: Oh, I was like, yeah, I ain't popping like that.
0: <laughs> no, no. But if someone does have 4 million followers and they tell you to, uh, you know, just, uh, check something out or whatever, that, that, mm-hmm. that can actually translate to money. Mm-hmm. Like if, if that exposure translates to money, then great. But then again, you know, if it doesn't, then you're out of luck. So, i'm not i'm not a big i'm not a big trading for exposure person but i realize that that is a currency yeah Mm -hmm. i i totally understand that all right so let's talk so we talked uh first about we talked first about hiring people let's talk about scheduling okay so how do you schedule how do you schedule around people who whose um whose attention you can't command with money you can't say to them i'm giving you three hundred dollars a day you better be 8 hours a day ready to go.
1: Got you. you um yeah. ooh, how go do ahead. I do that?
0: Yeah, how do you do that?
1: When was the last time I did like a production? Okay, when I was doing like my sketch show, um I kind of I made like a spreadsheet and I was just like, "Hey, what days are you available to do stuff?" And they would kind of fill it in on the spreadsheet and then we would just kind of work around like whichever day most of the people that we needed were available.
0: Right. I I mean I I think that's a great way to do it, like schedule like that. I think the easiest thing for me when I'm uh, trying to schedule around people when there is no budget is to make it like a club. Just like it's, you know, Sunday. (laughs) Sunday is the Sunday is the day that we do this thing. And then Mm -hmm. then when I ask people, I pitch that at the top. Mm hmm so that people know that and i I, and i always i I try to make it like a recurring thing that people don't have to commit a lot of time to and again it's it's another thing where it's like make it worth people's while and you should be prepared i think the i think the biggest problem with people working on things for very little money is the people who are in charge not doing their part Mm -hmm. not really just killing it in being a together producer like Mm -hmm. if people just don't have their uh i was gonna (laughs) i don't want to swear but i'm gonna swear you got to have to beep it up people don't have their shit together then you got to (laughs) i mean that's 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 what it is like (laughs) if you're at the top if you're at the head like you need to not waste people's time that's Mm -hmm. the most valuable thing you can do in fact people will people will work for you for free uh for often If it's always a good experience, Mm -hmm. if it's not a good experience, they're not going to do that, do that. And the thing is, you don't want to have people work for free for you for very long. Whenever you can, you want to you want to pay people like I pay people Mm -hmm. even when it's not a lot. Like I have podcasts that I do on the side and I pay people like ten dollars to appear on the podcast, (laughs) even though even though it's it's a standard that even on like giant podcasts, they pay people nothing. Yeah. Paying people $10 is just something you can do. Mm-hmm.
1: I... Bless you. I, I kind of do a similar thing. Well, I usually will break people off at the end, like later when I, whenever I get some money. I'm like, hey, I know you, I said you were doing this for free, but I got some money, so here, here's some cash out. It does make people feel good, especially if they thought that they weren't going to get paid if you get some money to pay them.
0: Yeah, it's super helpful. Just like if you have the ability to do it, just like pay them something. Even like Mm -hmm. just because that basically what happens if you pay people something what that does is it you don't wear you wear out your welcome if you if everything's always free you're gonna wear out your welcome and if you just try like even if you have very little just try to pay people something you don't wear out your welcome like you will if you're just always asking for stuff for free so that would be my goal is just like don't wear out your welcome try to pay people something if you if you can mm-hmm. just try to pay people whatever you can pay them agree and uh the last thing is uh production value so whatever you're working on for very little money you're gonna have to focus on production value in one way or another uh that is i mean and, and this is a broad subject production value because mm-hmm. what are you, i mean because who what are we talking about are we talking about a web series are we talking about a podcast are we talking about whatever you're talking about uh what what means production value is it a film it means production value for whatever project it is but the simple answer is to just be creative and don't be afraid to like roll up your sleeves and work hard because honestly um anything you want can be solved by just being creative uh like uh give me give me what what's one of your projects that you work on like tell me one of your projects you have going on
1: um right now i'm working on okay the the animated series i'm working on
0: okay so you're working on an animated series Mm -hmm. and what what stage are you on in that project
1: we are in the pre-production the super pre-pre-production so like i have the first draft of the first script and uh i actually took your advice Uh So instead of just starting it off as a animated series, we're going to start it off as like a web comic thing and then turn it into a comic book and then try to get it picked up as an animated series. So we're in the whatever that middle part is.
0: Gotcha. Okay, I see. And so, wait, is it a web comic already?
1: Well, we're trying to get into one now. So we're taking the first script and turning that into a web comic. So we're like character development, drawing out the characters and stuff like that right now.
0: Okay, so I mean this is actually that's actually an interesting thing because for uh animation, it's a weird thing to ask about production value because with animation, to be honest like you the the only thing that is keeping your production value is low is time mm-hmm. because you know people have made animated films like in fact some people have made features by themselves, and mm-hmm. all it took was all it took was time so, uh, Don Hirschfeld, do you know that guy yeah he, uh, uh, so. he did a uh, Famous, like, a, uh, I think, Academy Award winning animation called uh, Rejected.
1: So, Victor was talking about the different things to do for low budget. I'm trying to think if I have any advice because I, I, I always realize things during this podcast that I actually do have way more experience. Uh, Doing a lot of this stuff that I thought I was just doing it on such a small scale. I didn't realize like that's what I was doing. Um, So one of the other things and we actually talked about this in another podcast. One of the other things to do if you if you don't really have any money and you're trying to get people to do stuff for free is to make sure to feed them. Like at least have food. If you don't have anything else, you need to at least have food. Uh, If you don't have food, another thing you can do is be like, hey, I can take you out to lunch later. Like I can't take you out to lunch right now, but I can take you out to lunch later. I could feed you guys or something like that. Um, You can also even get sponsors. So what I've done a couple of times is uh, when I have a production coming up, I will message different restaurants and I will message different um, food spots and say, hey, I'm shooting a film or I'm shooting this thing for the internet. Um, if you will provide us with lunch, I will, once again, it's me using exposure. If you will provide us with lunch, we can film a little mini commercial for your restaurant or whatever, or we can, I will post all of your stuff on my social media and especially like smaller businesses. They want that exposure. They want people to come in there. So using that, so doing that will actually, um, get more people to want to do stuff for you for, for the budget that you don't have. Um, what else have I done? A lot of the stuff I've done is also illegal. I'm going to be 1,000% real with you, so I'm not going to tell you to do that. Like, oh, I worked at an office, so if I needed some paper, just like, you know, steal a pack of paper. Sometimes you just got to get on klepto mode a little bit. But um, it works. It works. Like, if I have to print out scripts, I may, you know, steal a stack of paper and print out some stuff. But I'm not advising that, but I'm just telling you in the heart of transparency, I have definitely done that before. Um, What else can you do? And it also just depends on what you're doing, period. Um, I work with a lot of comedians and all that kind of stuff. And we primarily do online sketches. And a lot of people think that they need to do a lot to do online sketches. You really don't. Um, We said this multiple times in other videos. If you have a phone and a little tripod, you can get a very small tripod off of Amazon. Get your phone tripod. It's like $10. And you can shoot most things that you want to shoot. Super cheap. Super easy. You just
0: need a hey Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Oh, I had to reboot my internet. Something went crazy. <laughs> so sorry about that, everybody. You I know gotta, I love you. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I got to edit my part out anyway. Ah. I was like, Sometimes you got to steal a pack of paper from work to print out scripts. I was just trying <laughs> to figure
0: out. <laughs> larceny
1: (laughs) larceny. but yeah i realized like i'm like oh yeah all the sketches and all of that stuff i've done has been low budget productions so yeah i didn't even realize that
0: yeah i mean but i was uh what i was trying to say was like animation is a weird thing to talk about because like the only thing that's separating you from having something that looks like it's higher budget is time Mm -hmm. but like when you're talking about other things other things think about the fact that like almost everything that you might need for your production someone is probably throwing away somewhere hmm. uh, and if you're willing to help people get rid of things you can find things for your production all the time ah. I've done that a lot like I mean it I mean think about think about you could get a a barbershop chair you could get a model airplane you, like everything mm-hmm. that you could think of uh people are probably throwing it away look at look at craigslist curb alerts like all that stuff like the the, like there's tons and tons of stuff out there that people are getting rid of a lot of times businesses get rid of old computers schools Mm -hmm. do uh there i mean i can't even i can't tell you a thing that other people aren't just throwing away in fact in fact like think about think about right now like a lot of people have like old phones in their house Mm -hmm. like sometimes you might need a phone that needs to be destroyed for a a movie scene that's that's stuff that people have like the the thing that um the thing that a budget gets you is it gets you things faster Mm -hmm. that you need but you can still get those same things for nothing
1: yeah if you just are
0: like clever about how you make it all happen
1: that's smart Thrift stores, too. Thrift stores throw out a lot of stuff. I worked at a thrift store for uh, community service. And yeah, they throw out like a tons of stuff, like really, really useful stuff. But it's just stuff that they can't sell. But yeah, if you're making a movie, you can just go get it for free.
0: Yeah. And thrift stores are great, especially I love I love thrift stores and like super, super cheap stores, you know, like three dollar shirt stores Mm -hmm. For I love those for uh, costuming for movies and stuff because you can buy duplicates of things. You can easily make uh, characters dressed in the same way. You could work with with a palette like for twenty dollars, you could dress your cast in a palette that works together, which is Hmm. something that you something that you just normally like you like a wardrobe would cost like a lot more like, mm-hmm. uh, no, it's just planning. So the thing, the thing that brings up your production value is mostly planning and just being creative about how to grab things from other people. Um, those are my tricks.
1: I have a question real quick. How, how yeah. far in advance do you usually plan out for your productions?
0: Uh, it depends on the production. Okay. If it, they, if it's a, if it's a, uh, large production, then I plan out much farther than if it's a small production. Usually. Mm-hmm. Well, you mean it depends. Sometimes, sometimes small productions I plan out really far ahead of time too. It just, it just depends on the production. Some things I think about for years before I even act on them. Oh dang! Okay. I that mean, this yeah. whole this whole podcast and school thing was a thing I thought about for a year before I even actually started making it happen, and now it's like actually moving along, and so I'm happy with it. But yeah, what's, so it depends on the time.
1: Okay, what's like one of the first steps that you take when you're planning something out?
0: um it depends on what it is Mm -hmm. so like if it's a if it's a movie one of the first things i do is i just it's alone it's writing alone so it's just like writing writing the basic story like i have right now i have at least eight script ideas at least eight script ideas for features and they're all mostly just Uh, either a what they're mostly in the form of a one page synopsis so like when i get an idea it'll become a one page synopsis pretty quickly okay that's that's what i'll what that's what i'll do for a film but it just depends what it is sometimes it's just like i'll make a list of things that i want to do like i'm i'm working on a a funny album and it's just a list of like these are song ideas and things like that okay So it just depends. How about you? What do you do first?
1: Um, I'm everywhere. So it's kind of like, like, okay, for like sketches, it's kind of the same thing. I'll come up with a sketch idea. And sometimes while I'm writing it, I do the thing that you said in one of the other episodes, like, while I'm writing it, I'm writing it, knowing that I'm going to film it. So I'm already kind of writing, using the resources I know I have. Gotcha. So then that's the main thing I do anyway is sketches. So I try to write with the resources I already have. So I don't really have to spend any money. And so I know that hey, I know for sure like these people will act in it. So I can write the characters to be these people. And it's already in the sketch when it's done. Um for like I I'm writing some films, but I haven't gone into any pre production. I'm still just kind of writing them. So Cut I haven't I'm trying to figure out what the next step would be in making it a thing.
0: Got it. Uh, well, then I think that I think that uh, I think we're at the end of this uh, subject and we should go on to the next thing. Uh, so uh, if you guys are out there listening to this, uh, let, I'll let you know that we uh, can be found at altartsacademy.com and we are the Arts Academy podcast. I'm sorry, Alt Arts Academy on all social media and the Arts Academy podcast.com.
1: Correct. Yeah. That's
0: right. Uh, and so check oh. us out because we want to hear your questions and we'll try to answer them as best we possibly can.
1: Planning for your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices.